welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me here today. My name is Denise Alvarez, and I get the pleasure and honor of hosting you here each week. And before we jump into selling on social media and the content that you should be creating to sell more, I'm going to do a quick introduction just in case we're new friends, and then we will jump right on in. All right. Now, as I said, my name is Denise Alvarez, and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get to help dream-chasing horse business owners like yourself to see clearly through the marketing overwhelm and to help them create a cohesive plan so you can use your social media, your website, and your email marketing to turn your online audience into your customers. Specifically, I do this through Take the Reins, my one-on-one coaching program, as well as website design and website copywriting. And then, of course, here on the podcast. And I do all of these things because my heart is to help you be out doing more of what you love to do in the equestrian world. And so specifically here on this podcast, you can expect a mix of step-by-step strategies, basic how-tos, and entrepreneurial mindset shifts that will help you not only see what's possible for your horse business, but also I'm here to guide you through that process so you can make it happen. And that means you can always expect practical and actionable information. And so today we are doing that in the way of selling on social media, right? The name of this episode is get more sales on social media when you create content like this, because we are diving in specifically to your strategy around content creation. I hear often from people that it's hard to sell on social media. And many times when I dive deeper in those conversations, what they're trying to communicate is I have a hard time asking people to buy. It's easy for me to post the updates, but selling is hard. And the good news is selling is actually more than just making the ask. And so when you're equipped with the information that you're going to get in today's episode, you'll have a better understanding of the content you should be creating that's going to help you. So when you do make the ask, because you will need to make the ask if you want to sell, you will have already prepared them and given them an understanding of why you're selling in the first place and especially what it's going to do for them. Because the reality is you have to have an understanding of who you are selling to in order to create content that meets them where they are. And those are two very important pieces of your strategy to selling on social media. If you just jump into selling your masterclass or your online course or your clinics, whatever it is that you are selling, without helping your audience to understand why they need it and how it's going to help them meet their goals, and then even addressing the internal objections they have to buying, then you are going to cripple your efforts and hinder your results. You have to have a content strategy in place that is centered around their buying journey. So that, my friends, is what you're going to learn about today. You're going to learn what you are doing currently that's keeping you from selling on social media. And then you're also going to learn what you should be doing, including specific content and ideas. So get your notepad handies that you can create to meet your customers along their buying journey. 
Now, of course, if you don't have a notepad handy, but you want to go ahead and listen to this episode, you can always grab the show notes at stormlily.com slash 123 for this episode. Actually, it's 123, episode 123. So again, stormlily.com slash 123. All right, so head there for the highlights of this training or of this episode. And then of course, if you have questions along the way, please always know you can reach out to me. All right. Okay, friends, let's jump into how you are going to get more sales on social media with this content strategy. So we've talked about what you want, why you're here, what you want from social. So let's talk about what you might be doing that's not working well for you, okay? Number one, believe it or not, I know that many of you are posting every day. I have talked to you all in a separate training who are saying, you know, I'm on social, but I don't really know what to create, and I'm just like not doing anything, okay? Go find some of those trainings because this one is specifically for those of you who are saying, I'm here, I'm creating, but I'm still not getting those sales. So maybe you are posting every day. You've been consistent with your content, but you don't have much to show for it, right? Whether you're posting or doing stories or doing reels or all the things combined, it's not your lack of content. It may be the the actual content, and we'll talk about that, okay, the type of content you want to create. You also may be the person who's focusing on your follower count. And frankly, you might get a little discouraged when you see that number and it's not what you hoped it would be over time because you see what everybody else is doing and what everybody else has, right? Or maybe you've created some reels that have actually gotten some really good traction. At least you feel like when you look at the views, right? Some of you I know are getting reels that are at 100,000 views and you're like, dang, that's awesome. But I don't have anything to show for it, right? Because here's the deal. You're a business owner. You're in business to make money, make a profit, right? We've talked about that. You're not here because you want an expensive hobby. You have a business in mind that you're trying to create. So yeah, reels are a great way to get views and especially there for a while, right? You could really jump up on your view count. But if it's not helping you to make sales, then what's the point, right? So maybe you are getting the followers, but you're not getting the sales. Maybe you're creating for likes, So often because social media, you know, there's a reason that they actually removed the option or made it an option, I should say, where you can remove where people can even see the like counts on your post and you can't even see it because people, business owners, and just on a personal level, we're creating content not to serve, not to connect with people, not to make themselves feel better or make other people feel better. It was just for that sake of getting the likes. And so the content being created wasn't serving a purpose. So if that's you, right, you're creating content trying to get those likes. Because even if you don't see the count, you see the notifications and you're wanting those likes, okay? But here's the deal. Again, At the end of the day, what are you doing to see how it's connected to the sales in your business? For many of you, what you're doing is creating and then crossing your fingers that the person that liked your content is going to eventually go to your website and eventually become a customer. But you're not really sure where that is going to happen or how that's going to happen. There's a total disconnect, but you don't know how to fill in that gap. Now, I know also that many of these things they can and will work together as a part of a strategy, right? So 
when I work with my one-on-one coaching clients, then I encourage them. And actually, I don't just encourage them. I kind of make them on the call say, okay, what are you going to commit to? Right? I don't say it has to be every day. We do talk about the idea that the more content is there, the more the algorithm has to play with, but your content and what's in it matters too. But I, I do encourage them to make a commitment. And yes, the people who are posting every single day do have more content to pull from. But many of you know that posting every single day is not the magic answer to making your social media actually work for you to help you to build that sustainable business, right? So yes, some of these things may be working for you in some ways, but are they working for you in terms of building your business long-term? Are they getting you leads that are turning into customers? That is what I want for you in your horse business. So many of you are saying to me, look, I'm getting traction on social, but I don't know how to actually turn that into sales. And that's what's happening. Some of those things are working for you and you're thinking, I'm getting the traction, I'm getting the follower count, I'm getting the likes, but I'm not getting sales, right? So let's hang out there for a moment. Let's talk about that traction that you're telling me that you're getting, right? What does that actually mean? Now, I talked about already that some of you get excited about those reels that have 100,000 views or 50,000 views or 10,000 views, right? That's exciting and it feels like you're getting traction and you're like, I'm finally getting somewhere. And then what happens? Your next one gets a few hundred or you know, if you had 100,000, your next one gets 1,000, right? It's not consistent. Maybe you're getting those comments, you're getting those likes, you're getting those shares, you're getting the engagement, and you really want to make the most of that, but it's not working because you can't really figure that out. So traction for you might be those comments, those likes, and those shares, but the followers doesn't always mean you have money in your pocket. So what do we do, right? Because here's the reality. Some of you that are watching, you do have those 5,000 followers and you pat yourself on the back. You've done a lot of work to get those people. Some of you maybe even have the 50,000 followers on your account, but here's why you're here. And here's what we know. Just because you have a high follower account does not mean you have a high bank account, right? It does not mean that you are getting the conversions from the connections you're making on social media. Because the reality is that you can post every single day. You can create stories every day, but you may not get that client or customer. You can still do that and not sell one digital course. You can do that and not get one more member in your membership community or you know a client booked. All of those things are not going to happen for you if you don't have a strategy in place for your marketing. You've got to be entering in the game with a strategy, okay? So let's talk about what you should be doing, all right? And I just hinted to that a little bit for you. You need a cohesive strategy for your website, but also your social media and also your email marketing. And it's got to meet your customer where they are at in their journey, where they're at in their buyer's journey. That's going to be the key for what I want you to take away from this training, okay? We're gonna talk about your buyer and their journey and how the content that you create needs to meet them where they are and invite them to continue along until they make that purchase, okay? Because here's a reminder for you, you are a business owner, 
you're not seeking out to be a social media influencer. You're not trying to get those 200,000 followers so that you can have an affiliate program. Yes, are those bonuses? For sure. When, when someone invites you or you have affiliate income, that's a wonderful thing. But for equestrian entrepreneurs, you are here to build a sustainable equine business using your social media. And so that's why you need all three components in your strategy. You need the social media. Absolutely. It is such a wonderful people or wonderful place to meet people online, to build trust, to build connections, and yes, to invite people to buy and become customers. But you also need your website. You need a place where you own the experience, right? You give them details about you, your offers, provide testimonials, social proof, all of those things, and then you invite them to buy. You also need email marketing. And I promise this is the case for you, whether you are just starting out, you're larger, you're serving any area in the equine industry, whatever your niche is, email marketing can and will work for you. It is your direct line of communication to people that have asked to hear from you that do want to become your customers, right? And so you need that email marketing as a part of your overall marketing strategy. And when you have a cohesive strategy around your email, your social media, and your website, then you're gonna be ready to create content that is going to help you to sell on social. So let's dive into that, right? I told you we're gonna talk about the content, what types of content you need to create, and really how it is going to play into your buyer's journey, okay? So this is where if you're a note taker, get ready because I'm gonna give you some very practical ways that you can meet your potential buyers on social media, okay? All right, so when you create content on social, and especially when you are an equine business owner who is looking to get more sales on social media, I want you to keep two things in mind. Number one, I want you to keep your audience in mind. And number two, I want you to keep your audience's buyer journey, okay? Their customer journey and working with you. Now, I have talked at length before about your audience, the importance of getting to know your audience, knowing them inside and out, who's best fit for you. But let's talk today about your buyer's journey, your customer's journey, okay? Because when you are creating that social media content that's going to get you more sales, I want you to be thinking about how you can take them deeper in relationship with you. Maybe it is inviting them to your website. Maybe it is taking them behind the scenes. Maybe it is getting them on your email list. But I want you to always be thinking about your audience and where they're at on that journey, okay? And how you can take them deeper into your journey. Okay, so what is the buyer's journey? It's actually a very specific thing in the world of marketing. And I'm gonna break it down for you, all right? If we're friends on the podcast, then you know that I love to break marketing down to where it's very practical and actionable. So that's what we're gonna do. So three phases, okay? Awareness, consideration, and decision. Those are the three phases of your buyer's journey. And we're gonna break this down, okay? Because what I want you to do when you're creating your social media content is to be considering where your buyer is on this journey. Now, of course, yes, you have lots of followers. So your followers very well may be in different places on the journey. So we're gonna talk about that, okay, as well. All right, so get your notepad handy, okay? Number one, the awareness stage. What does that mean? This is the stage of a buyer when they are just becoming aware of their problem. So it's not actually 
their awareness of you as a solution. It's actually their awareness of the problem. So we have talked before about when you have a product or service, you are solving a problem for your customers, right? And you need to be very clear on what that is. And yes, different offers may serve different specific problems as well. All right. But you're solving problems. So it's very important when it comes to your social media content that you increase your potential buyer's awareness of that problem. Okay. Now you're not looking to create a problem that doesn't exist because you have created an offer that is solving a problem that does exist. What you want to do is actually increase their awareness of the problem. So what does that look like? In your content, I want you to think about naming the emotions that they are feeling when they think about their problem. How does it make them feel? I want you to think about naming where they are stuck, getting very specific in the areas that they're feeling stuck as it's related to the product or service that you are selling, okay? Maybe they're feeling fearful when they ride. Maybe they're not confident when they go to a show or a rodeo, whatever the case may be. Maybe they're not able to nail that lead change or that specific maneuver, and you've got something that's gonna help them with that. I want you to really hone in on that particular problem in your content, okay? And then you can think about also what's keeping them from what they hope to have, what they hope to be doing, okay? So again, their awareness of their problem, the way that you're gonna do that is creating content that speaks to those desires, okay? What is it they're trying to do? Are they trying to be at a particular world show? Are they trying to qualify for something specific? Are they trying to learn a particular maneuver or trick or build a specific partnership with their horse, okay? Those are all things that your potential customers and clients desire to do. And what's keeping them from getting to that point is the problem that I want you to hone in on with your content, okay? All right, so that first stage is problem awareness. The second stage of your buyer's journey, they become aware, so then next they're going, okay, what do I do about that? All right, so they're looking for the solution. They're considering the solutions, okay? What you have to offer, your product and your service, is one of many solutions that are available to your potential buyer. So the content that you're going to create to meet your potential buyer in the consideration stage is going to help them consider all of the options, specifically yours, of course, right? So they're considering the solution. So this is where you present your offer. This is where you provide content that specifically shows how your online course, how your in-person coaching, how your virtual coaching, your virtual lessons, your clinic, right? All of these things that you are doing as an equestrian business owner, that's your solution. So this is your opportunity in your content to really hone in on that, okay? So think about the other solutions that they have considered besides you, and that can give you some um, ideas for your content as well, right? Think about what they need to know when they are considering their options. What things do they need to consider? Who do they need to be? What type of writer do they need to be? Put that in your content as well, right? Uh, what do they need to know in terms of what's required of them inside of that? What's going to be on the other side? You can also tell your story to build that connection and trust in this consideration stage because maybe they are just getting to know you. 
And so when you create content for the person that's just considering all of the options, you want them to know, like, and trust you. And you can do that by sharing educational content, but also by telling your story. Okay. So think about what they need to know as they consider their different options. All right. That was stage number two. The third stage in the customer's buyer journey is to make a decision. They literally call it the decision stage, okay? So your buyer is going to evaluate all of their options and they're making a decision on who's right for them, who's the solution that works best for them, okay? So when you create content to meet your potential buyer in the decision stage, I want you to create content that sets you apart as a specific solution. What makes you different? How are you different than the other trainers out there? How are you different than the other instructors, right? What objections does your buyer have when it comes to making the purchase? That's great content for meeting people at the decision stage. What is keeping them from buying? And the best way to know this, by the way, is to ask. Really get to know your audience by listening to what they're saying. Whether you're in Facebook groups and you're learning there or it's on -on one-on-one conversations with people, The best way to know what's keeping them from buying is to be a good listener and then create content around that. So is it fear that's keeping them from buying? Is it, is it time? A lot of people will say time, but usually there's an underlying reason below that. Okay. So see if you can get to those underlying reasons, but what's keeping them from buying? Um, do they not trust you enough? Have you not done enough to show with social proof that you actually can get them the results that they are after? So create content around the decision stage that does that, right? Tell those success stories, give the testimonials and let them know they can trust you, okay? So those are the three stages of your customer's journey and their buyer journey. And so what I want you to do is create content that aligns with each of those stages. And when you do that, you're going to guide them along so that they actually do become your buying customers. So what does this look like practically? If you're launching a product or a service and you do use emails, follow these three stages as you create your email series to sell and launch that product or service. Start with creating some awareness, okay? Then let them know what the solution is and then follow that up with some social proof, with really cementing and helping them to make the decision that's right for them. Now, of course, remember, you want them to make the right decision Sometimes that is no, just so that we all know. Sometimes the right decision for your potential customer is actually no or not right now, and that's okay. You want them to make the decision that's right for them because even in that, you're building trust. You want the right people in your program, okay? So you don't want a yes from everybody. You want a yes from the right person. Now, if you're not in a launch, then that's okay too, because you're selling, maybe you're selling all the time. Maybe you're taking new inquiries and wanting leads to come in and new bookings to come in all the time. That's great too. You can still take this plan for content and apply it to your social media content. Because as I said, of your followers, whether it's hundreds or thousands, they are at different stages of this journey. So your awareness posts are going to really resonate with some of the right people. And then your posts about the consideration stage is going to resonate. And then your post about the decision is going to meet people where they are as well. So over time, continue to just walk through these three stages as you're creating content. And you're going to guide people along on that journey, whether you're in a launch phase or not.
Okay, friends, I hope that you are walking away from this episode, not only equipped with a strategy, but also with a flood of ideas for how you can implement this in your own social media marketing starting today. Okay, so that means I want you to think about each of these phases when you go to post on social and think about where you are meeting your people on their journey. Because selling on social media, using social media to market your equestrian business is so much more than just posting random updates about your day or the life at the barn. It goes deeper than that if you really want to use social media to build your equestrian business. Now, of course, if you have questions, as I said, please feel free to reach out. Or if you want some accountability and you want to dive deeper into this process and truly create a customized marketing plan for your business, then one-to-one coaching may be exactly what you need. And I would invite you to head over to stormlily.com slash reigns to learn more about my one-on-one coaching program. You can check out the details of who it's for. And if you think, yep, that's exactly what I need, there's a direct link there for you to apply so that you and I can get on a Zoom call and chat about it further and hopefully work together to create the plan that you need that you can implement on your own that's going to help you to reach the goals you have for your equestrian business. Either way, friends, what you have today is going to help you in your journey. And as I told you in the beginning, that is my heart here on the podcast. So thank you for joining here today. If this has been helpful to you, would you share it with a friend and leave a review? That is going to help your fellow horse business owners to find the podcast and get this helpful, practical information, because that is exactly what it's here for. All right. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'll see you back here soon on the podcast. Have an amazing day.